0: is it, fi- is it a, finan- a potentially financial abusive situation to just be with a motherfucker who's richer than you? You don't talk with as much bass in your voice when somebody controls all your money. And that can kind of make the relationship uneven.
1: That's a real power dynamic for sure. But what are we defining as abuse? I um, think that's a- That's you know, the yeah. question. That's the, that's the 100% what is abuse correct means? question. Uh, what comes to mind automatically when I think of like, abuse in this situation would be completely limiting someone to resources that are available. with with
2: the intent of manipulation and control
1: over that person and their actions.
2: Pause, because that shit was fucking technical as shit, bro. Very clean. Fucking doctor of sociology, Josh Moore over here. Shit. Very clean, man.
1: See, that's a red flag. (laughs) It's a red flag. Like a people be cool. like,
0: oh my God, what the fuck is Jason Bateman doing with Margot Robbie? This, this is weird as fuck. Like we people would have an issue for sure. <laughs> 100%. Um, but let's, let's get into the episode real quick. Welcome everybody to uh, Waving the Red Flag, the number one dating and relationship podcast in the entire universe. It's Eddie, it's Josh, it's Alvin. Uh, we were just talking about the James Franco situation, but I want to leave that into some other shit about financial abuse in relationships. Do y'all think it's a real thing? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I definitely think it's a real thing. Now, if we want to like go down into the weeds about it, and then like mm. discuss the spectrum of it, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, there's there's going to be some things that we're like, ah, no, that's not that's not financial abuse. Maybe yeah, that's man, where we live in those weeds. Yes, you know indeed. what I mean? We live in the weeds.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Weed Whacker the podcast. So <laughs> so then the question is like, is it fi- is it a, finan- a potentially financial abusive situation to just be with a motherfucker who's richer than you? Cause i feel like that's a, that's what is what's getting implied in a lot of these other conversations where it's like just the fact that you have that money to throw around can change the whole like answer to, to alvin's stance it's like you don't talk with as much bass in your voice when somebody controls all your money and that can kind of make the relationship uneven so i can i can kind of see that
1: that's a real power dynamic for sure but
0: what are
2: we
1: describing what are we defining as abuse? I think that's a um,
0: you know, that's yeah. question.
2: That's the that's the one hundred percent. What does abuse mean? I, I would say What are we defining as abuse
0: Too. Uh, oh, I would say harming a person in a way that one can be avoided and two that will have long uh knock on effects and that a person reasonably can prevent. That those would be my definition, I think, for now. How do y'all define it? Abuse. 'Cause yeah, we do just be throwing the word all different kinds of ways in, in these arguments where it's just like, Well, that's abuse no, it's not. That's a, you're abusive, you know, like you're abusing me by calling me an abuser. Right. Shit.
1: Yeah. Good old abuse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 it's a I classic. What comes to mind automatically when I think of like abuse in this situation would be completely limiting someone to resources that are available with a, with the intent of manipulation and control. Over that person and their actions
2: pause because that shit was fucking technical as shit bro fucking very clean sociology fucking doctor of sociology josh
0: Moore over here shit very clean man round of applause yeah that was very clean um that's way better than mine fuck but <laughs> 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 thank you gentlemen but, thank you yeah absolutely okay so so then it seems like the the core bit there is manipulation and control that you're seeking, seeking to control. But I guess I also wonder if I I would think it would still count as abuse, even if that's not your intention. Like I think most abuse is unintentional. I would argue
2: for financial abuse. I'd say assuming larger cultural positive intent, I would say most of it is probably unintentional, but I think it's still abuse.
0: Agreed. Can you think of some examples of what that might look like?
2: See and the, that's why I've been struggling with that since you brought it up. Um,
0: okay, well, I, I'll, I'll give one because I had one just floating around in my head, which is like sexual coercion. So if I'm dating a, a girl and she's richer than me, which has been th- this been the situation in multiple situations, if the, if the day after I refuse to fuck, she's like, hey, by the way, I think you should be contributing more to the rent. Right. Let's say I'm paying a smaller percentage or something like that. I would say that a situation like that now starts to get into or just straight up is financial abuse because you're holding a carrot over somebody's head that they didn't necessarily know was was there initially. So when it's so something like that, your your obedience is being traded unbeknownst to you for financial favor. You That's not a deal that you made, but that's in my head what I think is going on. So, damn, I'm paying for all this and you're not sucking dick financial abuse
2: that's a, that's a good one and i think that that extends to larger western society norms right where like a lot of people especially especially historically um, i would argue a little bit less so now but 100 percent historically where like women assumed they had to fulfill a certain role because the male was the primary breadwinner yes you know this whole like 50s image of you know i gotta i gotta have a hot meal on the table I got to make sure like the kids are you know clean and upstairs so that he doesn't get disturbed that kind of shit. Um I think that falls in the category of financial abuse because society has like indoctrinated them into this sort of like idea that you kind of got to fit a certain mold if your significant other is the primary breadwinner. I or you have you have to comp you have to compensate for some that something in some sort of way.
0: You
1: got to make
2: it up other yeah
1: see uh, isn't that a isn't that a
0: relationship (laughs) 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 so (laughs) you've just described Uh, abuse uh, isn't that love (laughs) so okay okay so i I think no i think i I think that's a really i think that's a
2: really i think that's a really good topic and i think that i'll bring i'll bring it home like i say like historically Familial friendship wise, you know, intimate relationship wise, anything I do for somebody, I don't mention that shit again. So you don't got to, you don't got, I don't got to go tit for tat with you on shit that I've done. You don't got to balance what I do. And I feel like if there's ever a situation where I'm in, where I feel like I need you to balance, then I'm just not, I'm just going to remove myself from that situation. And I feel like. And again, I know Eddie gets into this whole situation about me being a cyborg and all that shit, but I feel like legitimately, I feel like that's fucking no, healthy. No, I don't,
0: I don't think that's cyborg. You I know? think, I think that particular take is the opposite. Um, I think that's one of the least cyborg takes that I've seen you take. I'm more on the cyborg side of like. I agree. I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to count. I'm not going to count unless I intuitively feel like shit is imbalanced. Because you can, if, if both people are committed to giving in a relationship, you don't need to count. But once right. shit starts to fall off, which could be unintentionally, then the count actually becomes very important. And this comes up all the time with the the man-woman man, man woman shit where it's like, y'all don't see what each other is doing. So she feels like, well, hey, I'm doing the dishes. You're not doing the dishes. And it it hasn't been an issue because I felt love, But now we got to count. How many times have you done the dishes? And he's going, well, hold on. Everything that's broken in this house, I've fixed. I don't say anything about it. So neither of us has said shit about anything. So both of our counts in our head are wrong once we come to do the audit type of shit. So I don't wanna count, but sometimes you have to, I feel like, yeah. if you're gonna maintain a relationship.
1: Man, counting ain't healthy. Like it's- I agree. Because I, because I and I get it, because I, and I hate doing that because like, when you're not doing enough and you feel like you have to- Balance it out. Comp, yeah, you gotta compensate in other areas. Mm. Oh, like, isn't that what we all should be doing? It's like, if we, okay, well I don't have X amount of money mm. to assist you yeah and with all the bills okay well hey i can compensate in this area i can i can bring something to the table in this area that's that's essentially what it is so we're kind of balancing but as long as both people are giving to the table like it shouldn't be that big of an issue but of course like that's the very common thing in any relationship marriage you know what i'm saying that you that you have but to go back to the the earlier part i don't i don't think counting is healthy because like like Alvin said, I wish I was more like Alvin. Like I'm, I'm never gonna like bring anything up that I've done before, but I like recognition and mm. reciprocity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like in words of affirmation. Well, thank you for doing X, Y, and Z. Like you know, just oh, I definitely. see you doing this, yeah. and I want to say that I appreciate you and I thank you. I I, I love that. And if I'm not getting that. Then you damn right I'ma start mm-hmm. counting. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm doing all of this. I'm doing X, Y, Z for you, and I don't feel love doing it. All right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So
0: I absolutely know what you're saying, bro. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, 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 you don't come in counting, but you start counting when you're like, yo, they pile looking kind of big. You know what I mean? Like if you got two piles yeah. of rice, you're not gonna count how much rice they look about even. But once they get to a point where it's like, yo, this one is way more big than other one. Maybe we need to. Hey, we need to start counting which one of these piles is bigger, you know? That's the situation.
2: So my question We not count grains,
0: we count cups, you know?
2: So my question in that regard is do you place a specific premium on the financial aspect of counting? And what I mean by that hmm. is let's say let's say 100%. are there other are there other forms of abuse in that same vein where it's like I do this and you're not doing hmm. that, so I need you to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't, if you don't fucking take the dishes, you know, take yeah. the take the trash out or wash the dishes, and then the next day I'm like, you know, I'm not, I'm not having sex with you. Like, is that's, that a form of abuse?
0: I, I, I would. This is a dangerous one. I think, I, I think there's a dangerous. It's very one dangerous, and that's I why I brought this, it up. Oh, yeah, oh, let's get I'm,
1: into the danger, baby.
0: I, I don't know, man. Because there's just there's it's 2022,
1: a lot. baby. We got to push this bitch to the next level.
0: Okay, y'all can do that one. I'm, I'm, but I will say for yeah, no, nah, I'm not. Yeah, no, nah, y'all, y'all go ahead. <laughs>
2: No, I'm not touching it either, man. I specifically. I'm scared on you that want. one. I'm good on that.
0: I'm good on that one. Um, but I would say if you, if you, if you, um, I forget what it's called, but if you like did a cleaning strike in response to something that your partner did, I think that that is that that can start to to um to encroach into abuse. If you say I'm not, if you just stop cleaning the house because that's something that you usually did instead of having a conversation about whether or not y'all are properly evenly yoked. I could say that could get into to, to some sort of an abuse type situation where you're saying, cool, I'm going to I'm going to retract an element of this relationship that I've been doing because I don't feel that my needs are being met here. And rather than a conversation, I'm going to make you feel pressured to do what I want in order to get back the thing that you want or shit. Uh, fucking what's the shit called stonewalling? where a person, you know, withdraws emotional intimacy from a person. That's uh, that's 100% is, mm-hmm. is a form of abuse. When you go, mm-hmm. "Okay, I'm not I'm not talking to you today." I'm not No, I know I kiss you good morning and, and and good night every day. I'm not doing that. No, I know I say I love you before I go to work. No. Just bye. Peace, bro. That 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 I would say that's a form of abuse, yeah. I agree. Yeah, no. But with the financial shit, I do think that the finances get overemphasized as being like a really really important thing, but to answer the shit that Josh has said about what Alvin has said, I think that the difference with the housewife shit is, does she actually have a, a, a negotiation position to be able to make any other decision? Her decision is be a housewife to a rich man or be single. It's not like they sat down and had a conversation and went, okay, so which one of us is going to pursue our corporate careers and which one of us is going to stay home with the kids? Your option is fulfill this role or be a single spinster career woman. There isn't, there isn't, there isn't socially or even financially an option where you can actually negotiate. Okay. Well, what is, what's our division of labor going to be in this relationship? There is not these days, but not, not back then.
2: Yeah. And I definitely think that what comes up a lot more than people want to publicly discuss is that a lot of men that are probably middle, middle middle-class and up Mm. will literally say like, you, as a woman, I make I make the most money, but like we have to pay X amount in like daycare if you're not here, or like I want X Y Z benefit from it. Like you shouldn't work, and I think that's financially abusive if that's not a mutually agreed upon thing. If you're like lording upon somebody, um, that oh, like not you make wanting the most your money, girl to work, yeah, mm. that happened. That happens. Where oh, yeah. that's real. Oh yeah, that's real. yeah. If
1: the woman does want to work, and the husband says no, I want I I, I need for you to stay home so we won't have to pay for daycare because daycare is like paying for rent or another mortgage. Mm -hmm. In In the state of Georgia,
2: it's more like paying for college. The average daycare bill
0: is higher than
2: the average college tuition in the state of Georgia. I mean, if the woman does want to work, but her husband is saying,
1: well, no, like the daycare is actually going to offset this more to a negative. That would be like the power dynamic. That would be the abuse. That would be like when a clear abuse comes in.
0: I'm going to withdraw my financial support that would allow you to work. So I'm basically forbidding you from working with exactly. this financial incentive. I see. I see. Exactly. Yeah. That's wild. No, that's wild. That's, that's wild. That's wild. And it happens yeah.
2: more than people want to talk about publicly. That's wild.
0: But, I mean, yeah, people have pointed this out. A lot of men, even though there seems to be this, like, this huge surge of poor men attacking women for wanting wealthy men, a la Kevin Samuel's Fresh and Fit uh, Roommates podcast. It's like, it's a huge thing in the culture right now, like, a lot of niggas, while they're shitting on women for wanting rich men, they like that fantasy. Like, them same niggas are the ones that are like, oh, I want to be the baller-ass nigga whose wife doesn't work because they enjoy the control that that gives them over the relationship. Exactly. Which is is the bullshit. So it's like, what they're saying is, I want all the control and I don't want you to complain about it and I want you to be grateful that I'm wealthy with my little fucking $60,000 a year. Which is like the main fan base of these fresh and fit niggas exactly none of these niggas are actually high value according to their own definition right? i don't
2: know man 60k kind of a lot over here man you know Yeah, you know what i mean 60, kentucky you're not yeah, rich yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> not rich at, you're not rich at all making 60k but you're i mean rich. the average but you're average you're, individual. You're rich
0: enough that it's some women that you're going to help you're going to improve exactly. their lives with, with that exactly little average yeah
2: Average individual salary in the States um, is about 40K. I think the median is a little bit lower than that. And mm-hmm. for our listeners, you know, median is not flexible to outliers. Average is. So that's driven up by, you know, high earners. But, like, 60K is is over median and average for an individual person. So
0: I've changed a girl's like, life being, like, a fucking manager at a, at a burger joint. So, you know.
2: That
1: don't sound too good, buddy. Sounds it like you was on some James Franco cancel shit, baby. Boy, I, changed, right. uh, look, right. I changed a girl's life when I was a manager at McDonald's, nigga. She Trying was working you, the prize too. That was, a,
0: that was that uh, was I was abusing a fucking power dynamic, you know what I mean? Because she was looking up to me. I was at the register, you know what I mean? Interacting first with of all, of but she was like, Oh my god, you know?
2: First of all, Joe, you abuse every single fucking power dynamic.
0: I don't have you're no abusing, power though. You're, you're don't abusing don't got power on his podcast.
2: You're abusing intellectual power dynamics. You're abusing fucking, dynamics.
0: Hair <laughs> killing boy i tell you hairline bro. dynamics i would be abusing the fuck out of some hairline dynamics you know all yeah, kind they, of fucking i'm dynamics. dating somali girls only they be up here you know what i mean and i'm like yo you got to speak quiet to me if you going first have of all a i take offense of that. to that i'll take offense <laughs> to that
2: you take first that
0: of all boys
2: you got to delete that part bro <laughs>
0: I forgot. I forgot. Alvin Muhammad. You got to You got to You got to stand. I understand for the Alvin Mah- <laughs> No, you. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. You gotta care. That was good. <laughs> you said got, was quiet. <laughs> I got
1: uh, a hell power. <laughs> shit. Damn. I think I might. Man, I might be me a Somali woman. Because Lord, Lord knows we can be. We can have some beautiful, big-headed children together. Gonna be God. smart
0: as shit. Cool. They're gonna have cool. They're gonna be cool-headed for sure. Cool-headed all yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> She, oh, yes, this nigga don't have a family of knowledge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so uh, th- this question has come up and it and it, I think it ties into the financial abuse shit which is niggas keep saying like it's 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 across all the black manosphere podcast right now what do you bring to the table and it's been another one of these things that people are like oh it's actually just low key dog whistle misogyny type shit it um, is. I agree but I don't <laughs> I think the rhetoric of it is but I think the question is valid. So I mostly agree. I think the question is valid, but I think it's the question isn't really what the question is. It's a it's a bullying tactic that's used way too early in a relationship to make a woman feel bad for seeking a partner who has money or to make her feel that she's not entitled to her standards.
2: Which yeah, like, is I don't,
0: you primed for some financial abuse.
2: I don't think it I don't think it's a woman even seeking a partner that has money. I think more often than not, it's oh, it's yeah. a woman seeking a partner that has basic fucking adult. <laughs> life shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're making her feel bad about that but in general in general i say i say this specifically because like you say it's a thing within this black podcast sphere kind of situation black women come to the table at bare minimum very close with what we bring to the table. You're so if wrong. you're really talk, so if you're literally talking about something being egalitarian and like what she brings to the table, statistically speaking, she almost always brings at bare minimum what you bring to the table, niggas. So like that's a dumbass question. She's bringing what your ass bringing to the table. If you got a thirty k job, she probably got a very close to a thirty k job. If you got a hundred thousand dollar job, she probably got very close to a hundred thousand dollar job. It's a it's a moot question for black people statistically speaking.
0: See, I'm I'm of the, and I'm, I'm, I'm literally fighting you on like 15% of this point, just to clarify, because I almost every time I hear it asked, and this is why I get into conflict with the manosphere niggas, is that I don't really think that they care about men. I, I think that a lot of my arguments do sort of lean towards me being defensive of men. Most of these niggas are not in defense of men. They're in defense of a very particular concept of being a man. So that's why I disagree with what they're saying on this, but I do think that a lot of women walk into a relationship thinking primarily about what they can gain, but not thinking anything about the the emotional support or healthy relationship that they're going to be offering to a potential partner. And I think that that is a legitimate question. I don't think that that's what these men are asking, but I think that's a legitimate question.
2: I, I agree. Um, but, and, and, and I'm saying, but I, I shouldn't say, but I really should say and because everything you just said is in my opinion, 100% accurate. I do think that in general women by nature of socialization bring a little bit more than we're giving them credit for. I think they do it some, I do it. I think they do it somewhat innately for better or for worse, usually for worse conditioned to be more supportive emotionally and to bring a little bit more to the table in regards to the bones and foundations of a relationship.
0: See, it's hard for me to, 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 because I, I, what do you think on this, Josh? Because I feel like I'm I'm drawing from anecdote, and I know that my romantic experience is, as I've been told frequently, is not necessarily like representative of what's actually going on in the streets. So oh, well, I hear a mm-hmm. lot of women who really are not emotionally supportive of their men at all, like no nowhere close to what is the reasonable bare minimum for a human being. But yeah, Josh, what do you think?
1: That's a uh, that's a loaded it's it's, it's a loaded theme because I have I have dealt with Women who were not the most supportive. who I didn't really feel like I was being supported emotionally, um, like I would have liked or maybe imagined. Mm. Um So I can definitely see that. Like you know, you do have um... man, because I'm tr- I'm tr- I'm trying not to give like too much information at the same uh, time yeah. too. But, so Elizabeth,
0: who lived on West 81st Street, who, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: because I mean, because it's a, it's, it's a lot of nuance in that shit, because I do agree with Alvin that when most women are being, con- have been conditioned to, you know, provide emotional support. However, a lot of women are bucking back from that because men have been doing such a disservice. Men in general have been doing mm. such a disservice to them. They've been experiencing a lot of real life disservice being done to them. So like, fuck mm. that. No, I'm not your therapist. Mm, I'm not okay. doing this no more. Okay but in but in that vein it's like it's kind of being pulled back maybe a little bit too much mm. to where you're not giving basic emotional support to someone that actually needs it that you yeah. could give and that's a, just, at a reasonable amount for a romantic yeah relationship. at a reasonable amount yeah cuz because just you know cuz and men and women do this too like we bring a lot of our baggage onto the current person that we're talking to
0: mm. and we
1: make them pay for like <laughs> lovers past sins yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: 100%. I'm so going to get him back through be, you. It's like, fuck, that don't yeah. work. Yeah. Right. It's like, I'm, I'm not saying to me, I ain't do shit
2: to you. <laughs> is, my question would be specifically for men, because because I agree, I've definitely been in situationships and relationships where I didn't feel like this person cared about me emotionally on any level.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: At, at, at what point do men take some level of at the structural and individual level, for not being receptive to emotional support, because I look back yeah. on my past relationships and even situationships, and I was very much like, deep within myself, I maybe needed emotional support, but the facade was 100. I don't need fucking nobody.
0: Mm, you know, I don't I'm need good. shit.
2: Like, don't you I ever fucking uh, don't you ever fucking insinuate that I fucking need you? You know
0: what I'm saying? You like, calling me so weak? Like, you calling me a pussy? Me like a weed? Weed? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Don't let it let, think, let what out? Let the tears. Yeah. You mean let the pussy out? I don't even have Look, that in exactly. me. What the fuck is you talking exactly. about? What you talking about, nigga? Are you trying to fight what? right now? What are you? What's happening right now?
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, so it's like, at what at what point do we establish that yeah. the patriarchy structurally and individually has like made us feel some type of way about even being receptive to that? And like,
0: yeah. At what point? At That's what point do we question. put
2: the burden? Do we put the burden? We put the burden on women a lot to mm-hmm. to break through that. You know what I mean? Let's not pretend like we don't. Nah, Let's nah, not pretend nah, like we don't.
0: Bro. okay. My, yeah, my, we do. No, okay, no, no, no. we, we, we do. We Generally
1: do. speaking, I'm with you. Generally speaking, I'm with you.
0: I, I would just say, that to answer your question, I think it's a half-half situation. It, for most relationships, it's two people in it. So if your question is, what responsibility do men have? Some of it. Half of it. Maybe more than half of it. We just happen to be talking about. And, and I agree. I understand you're addressing a larger point of people that are making this point that aren't necessarily me. But my answer would be that if we're trying to dismantle the way gender works in our individual interpersonal relationships, both people have to show up to do that. Niggas have to be more willing to be emotionally full and women have to be willing to, um, to view men as emotionally full. And I see people on both sides refusing to do their part.
2: Oh yeah. I agree. I agree. And I, but I would say, I would say that women
0: are closer to doing it.
2: Are close? Are closer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, still, still, I, 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 still, I room to I'll grow. No, I agree. Still, I'll room agree. to grow. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Still, room to grow in general. But I say they're closer. That's that's but definitely I would been never, my personal experience. Yeah, yeah, but I would never yeah. insinuate that that Eddie Overgo, friend of feminism, would be like these other niggas. I understand that you never be like those other negroes. I understand
0: that. If you say so. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't new. He ain't want to do. Couldn't Better be. Yeah. That. Couldn't be. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's, I, I think that's fair. Um, cause this is something that you brought up before in the pre-show. What do we think about the ethics of using drugs, alcohol, food, whatever to cope with stress, um, or sadness that you're experiencing in your life?
2: I gotta hear Josh, man. Josh facing mm, it yeah, all right, motherfucker now. <laughs> rearing, rearing
0: back like I'm drunk right now. What you mean? What <laughs> the fuck, right, man. nigga? For real, Oh shit, Hey, shit I say about to be healthy, goddamn. Because <laughs> I am doing it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not. It's my god. I mean, like, okay, I'm gonna give you the answer. Like, you know, the reality of mm. my situation and what I'm doing versus, like, you know, what I know I should be doing. Reality wise, like to help cope, I drink, I I smoke. I drank, I'm supposed to stop, but I can't, you know what I'm saying? And and sometimes, I mean, I'll be stressed the fuck out at work. And sometimes I will pull up in the morning, go out on my balcony with my drink and just be like, oh my, on my laptop, just like, oh my God, like, this, like just trying to smooth this thing on out a little
0: bit. Mm.
1: Of course that's not healthy, you know? Because I mean like eh, i mean all things in moderation. Ain't nothing that's wrong what with you know, that. Mm-hmm. But but if you but if it's like a continued thing and of course that's not healthy, that's gonna that's leading you down the wrong path. Mm. Um but you know what I mean like the you know the healthy thing to do would be to of course drink in moderation, cut back on all that drinking, mm. you know, communicate, uh, go to therapy, talk to friends that you can um that you can communicate and uh and share things with, but you know, primarily going to therapy and uh Doing some real big soul searching, doing some real internal work, focusing on yourself, growing yourself, you know, things like that. Those are all the healthy things that one should be doing. But, I mean, hey, um, I, I, you know, I'm all for a good time, too. So, you know, things in moderation, if you want to smoke, if you want to drink, hey, as long as you're doing all the rest of the shit, too, smoking and drinking in moderation, of course, Uh, hey, I, I ain't got no, I ain't got no issue. I can't talk, you know, so that's that's what i got to say on that
0: i i kind of agree but i just feel like some of this shit we put too much moral negative on it where i'm just like i kind of feel like some of this shit is like it's an okay coping mechanism it's not it's not bad or negative in modern unless it starts causing bullshit but even the healthy shit can cause bullshit at an extreme but a, a little sip of wine a little bit of like i'm mm. i'm you know fuck i when I be when I when I'm feeling lonely or, or like you know depressed, have a little glass of wine, take myself a bath, go the fuck to fuck the bed, feeling good. You know what I mean. And that just gives a just takes enough of the edge to get to the next day where I'm hanging out with friends, doing a hobby, doing healthy shit. So, you know, you do a little bit of hair on. You know what I mean to take the edge off. You and you and you managing on. it, fine.
2: I mean, my thing is so I used to you know back in a, in a previous life i worked with a with a therapist who would always say that the addictive tendencies don't always manifest in drug abuse It's mm. so like they come out in some other way so when i get sad so i'm a big drinker mm. but i drink because after all these years of drinking i've actually just acquired the taste i like the taste of beer mm. like i cra- like i crave it's like a soda for me you know what i mean it's i like i like okay, the taste gotcha. of it um i You're like not the drinking taste to of get whiskey drunk necessarily yeah, I like I like the fucking taste. I've been doing it for a long ass time now, but my sadness manifests in other behaviors that can be addictive and maladaptive. So I know I know Eddie and Josh were aware of this. Um, I went through a thing where where a friend of mine died fairly recently, and the way that that manifested wasn't necessarily healthy, but it's how I dealt with it. It wasn't drinking. It was pouring myself into a singular focus or goal um so i do think that when people individually spotlight drug use for example or even you know or even you know like stuff like drinking or Smoking weed or whatever. I think they miss the forest for the trees. I think that they focus on that because of the connotations that we've been drilled into, based on like you know the whole the whole dare kind of society or whatever. But
0: the war on drugs. Your
2: your your yeah. Like your maladaptive, unhealthy like responses to stress and sadness can be much deeper and much different than that. And I don't think that you necessarily have to automatically assume that a person that does those things is coping with something because. Often they're not. My coping mechanisms look way different than my drinking.
0: Mm. When you said that that hyper focus into a singular goal was maladaptive. Is it because it had negative consequence in your life? Or just because it was OK? Mm.
2: Because I, which is which is funny, it's fu- it, it's funny, but it did.
0: Why, why is that? if you if you can if you're in a position to say
2: it's hard to articulate it's hard to articulate but it's really like you know it it was I, I really put myself in a position where i was feeling really bad for the kind of friend i was for that individual especially leading up to their to their passing and then i was withdrawing and becoming a worse friend for everybody else that was still here Mm -hmm. So it was like, I was, so it was like, I wasn't, I wasn't real. I was doing stuff that made myself feel better in the short term, but I wasn't really like addressing what really made me feel bad about that particular situation.
0: No, I get you. So, so like you were trying to like forcibly carve yourself into a better friend for the person that you had lost at the loss of being a good friend to the people that were, that you still had relationships with. Yes. Is that the idea? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, that makes sense, and you could, and, and because of your nature, you could be like laser fucking focused into that, uh, that path, and that ended up being mal- maladaptive. Yep, and much more
2: maladaptive than my drinking. Like my drinking has never stopped me from doing shit.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm real. drinking right now, and I'm still with y'all, motherfuckers. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, toast,
1: sharp, my brother. Sharp as a toast? text. Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, you on, oh, this nigga right. Okay, there we go, there we go.
0: You had to do the pre-drink toast. I know, right? Y'all like, yeah. mm. Hold up, I got to be drunk for this toast first. I can't, <laughs> toast, I can't toast sober. I got, the fuck? I, got, I got to wet my beak real quick. Nigga. You see it, man. You see it. You see it. <laughs> do, you, do you think that with the drinking, it's like... Because, I mean, the, the way you characterize it is like drinking is just something that you do, but you've referenced multiple times, to me and just on this thing, that you drink a lot. Is it... Are you saying it's 0% related to the feeling or... Uh, uh, Self-soothing, any type of shit, or yeah,
2: bro. I don't think you.
0: No, no, that's a question. I don't fucking know. No, like,
2: bro, like we we get some stories going on about Alvin's drinking, man. Some of my legendary performances, bro. I have to drink a lot to change how you feel. My state, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to drink a lot. Like, I'm not, I'm not proud of it, audience, because you know I understand the science behind this, all you know, and all this stuff. But like, ah, I've been drinking I since I was like sick I've been drinking since I was like sixteen, man. Okay. That,
0: okay.
2: you know, longevity with my, you know, my height and weight, like it takes a fucking lot to change my to get mood you drinking.
0: <laughs> zooted. Okay, understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, right. I see. Because you kind of talk about it like it's a bad thing, and I and I've, I mean, I kind of said earlier, Monetari- monetarily, I don't think it is, man. I, I don't monetarily, know, I think people have a right to treat themselves however, however they want to if they're not harming others. Which, you know, obviously with alcohol and self-harming yourself or not taking care of your health, you can't end up hurting other people. So I, I can get that. But if you're spending your own money and drinking and not getting fucked up, like because you like the taste, it's like, you know, shit. <clears throat> Drink your soda pop. That's cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I, I didn't even think about it like that, honestly. Um Because I do use, you know, for the effects. To, for the effect especially if i'm especially socially because i've always been um same here shy yeah and you know kind of had some like social anxiety when i was young and stuff like that so if i get lit i don't give a fuck like i am mm. just like my ultimately i am my ultimately ultimate free self like yeah i don't get that
0: shit feel like it's fuck. unlocking the, tr- the true you that's what's yes. wild, yeah. Yeah, which don't sound you know, healthy I'm... at all. Like, oh no, it's like it's like Popeye with his spinach. Like, no, the real yeah. me is in this cage of anxiety, real, but I can... but, uh, but if I can, oh. <laughs> 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 Popeye the drunk nigga. He drinks like a sailor. Well, drown me out. Yeah, that shit is just wild. Cause I do feel like yeah, certain normal functions in your brain feel like they're holding back who you really are. Cause that per that 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 Josh with no inhibition feels like the real Josh. You know, or, can feel like yeah,
1: that. yeah, and um, and it's like luckily, I, I mean, I have broken out of my shell of yes of ton since you know of the course. early days. You got a whole still, podcast, like, bro. Having, Hey, indeed. But it's like still okay. So say for instance, um, I'm able to talk and act goofy as fuck like I do with y'all, mm-hmm. but I'm not the same way like just on the street. Sure. I don't, I don't, want, I don't like talking to niggas like that. Yeah. I do, but a lot of the times yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be like, uh, I, I, okay, I, I'll talk, be cool, whatever. But I kind of want to get back into my zone or my space. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, like when you when you do drink. For one, like, it does kind of help you just kind of not give a fuck. It kind of helps, like, smooth things out for me. And, uh, it's, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not healthy, um, for me to, to overindulge. I would say that. Like, Why I do, do I'm, I'm kind of with Alvin, too, because I do kind of like the taste. It take a lot for me to get drunk. Um, and, but even, even when I am, like, I'm, I'm not, like, a sloppy-ass drunk person, hmm. but... You know what I'm embarrassing. Yeah, it's not. It's not. That ain't never cool. But,
0: but yeah, man. But why do you say it's, it's just, negative?
1: Uh, because, uh, you know, negative effects to your kidneys, <laughs> health, health wise. It is actually, yeah. you know, health wise for sure. Liver and it's shit. Y- your and liver, yeah. Your brain. Yeah, my fault. My fault. Yeah. Your liver. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no and kidneys uh, they have, too.
0: Kidneys too. So kidneys will fuck everything up. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, the other thing too is um, also like having just relying on a crutch.
0: Mm, true yes i agree i 100% agree with that shit because yep. i like I, see i'm <laughs> like like alva said i'm maladaptive in ways that people don't realize are maladaptive because i done picked some other contrarian shit to be uh, fucking obsessive about but like i feel like my relationship with alcohol is a lot of times i feel like no nah, man fuck this i ain't about to drink i'm nervous as shit I'm not about to be mm-hmm. pussy and drink. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I want to, I want to bear. <laughs> <through>. <laughs> I want to, I'd be there like filled with anxiety, but I, I want to bear into that instead of using this as a crutch. So generally speaking, I only drink if I'm already comfortable with who I'm with, or if I already feel relatively confident. Cause something about drinking to get comfy feels ho- like hollow. I don't like the way it makes me feel about the interaction. So I'm like, I'm not drinking until I'm comfortable with people instead of the other way around. And it does help me come out more, but not until I'm already kind of there. So yeah, I don't want to use, use it as a crutch kind of thing. Hmm. I, you know, I can, I I can actually
1: kind of, knowing that you don't like to be in certain environments like um, clubs, like nigga house parties, shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how you, know you clarify saying?
0: which type of house party. I know, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, no, not a house dinner, not a dinner party. <laughs> He's like these, these, Cause these cause I love wine and cheese soiree. socials. I do you know. a nigga soiree all day, you know? <laughs>
2: like a box social, a you know? A goddamn right. shit, yeah. <laughs> fucking wine and
0: cheese party, you know, I'm all up in that shit, <laughs> yeah. you
1: know? Motherfucking well, fucking Cato- Catalina wine mixer. Hey, let's get it popping. Absolutely. I was at a winery
0: mm-hmm. literally like two days ago, you know I'm? chilling, right. you know?
1: But I, I do think that it might be interesting to see how you uh, how you socialize and adapt if you did have like you know two three shots yeah. before you went and then I can like see just it, yeah. because you know you might actually see what it's about like because you, you know how sometimes you might hate a song yeah. when it first come out and then you in the right space in the right environment and the song come on you're like oh shit this song is lit I get it now
0: mm. you know what I'm saying so it I might could, unlock could, a whole right, new bro. world who knows. You're right, bro.
2: But I imagine right. Eddie having a couple shots in his system, you know, to loosen up a little bit, and then started like, you know, standing on tables and reciting fucking lengths yeah.
0: If I get some drinks in me, I'm, I'm definitely just. I mean, it just turns the pretentiousness up. I'm just like, mm, I think people want to hear my poetry right now. I think I, I think. Hey, everybody, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody, cut the music. Yeah, yeah just fuck the whole Once vibe. Once upon a midnight,
1: I. T- <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> These hoes need me, goddamn. Yeah. Hold on. Turn the music off. No, nah, turn I don't care. Turn it down, DJ. All right. Y'all got a mic? Quick. Right. <laughs> um I I will say on the on the coping shit, I definitely and this is why I'm in defensive. I use food to cope when I'm in particularly stressful or, or depressed situations. I 100% order just a crazy ass mcdonald meal that's meant to really feed th- three or four people and it makes me feel better for that night mm. because my body is all like I'm I'm going to be fine. Over a couple of days, it's just taking that first edge off of the shit. Like, it might take me five days to recover, but by using that little coping mechanism on the first hardest day, now I'm kind of starting from here, and my resilience can just kick in, and I'm cool, I'm chilling. Like, why why experience unnecessary pain? Though I, although I obviously just contradicted myself with the alcohol shit, but yeah.
2: I think the thing for me has been finding ways that I think are are more pro-social to cope. I think that's been my thing. So, like, yeah, for me, yeah, like, for me, journaling has been, like, a big thing just just consistently. I think since I, I've been journaling off and on again since I've been, like, 14. But I think when I do that more consistently, especially during bouts where, like, I may be at, like, a lower point, I think that helps a lot more, and it keeps me engaged with the world.
0: Mm.
2: But I'm not, because, you know, again, my maladaptive behavior is, is withdrawal. Like I, like I, yeah. I, I go, I go inward, so I'm Same. able to write some stuff and like get my feelings out and like dissect that and like maybe go back and read it and see what's going on, and process it fully. And then I'm still like present in, in in the world and I'm present in my in my relationships and in my friendships and all that kind of shit. And I think that's better. So I think that a lot of people should, you know, not not saying you or anything, but just people in general should like look at more pro social ways where they can deal with stuff and cope. And I think for a lot of people, alcohol and stuff is maladaptive. I I also recognize Mm. that for a lot of people, it's not because I just said for myself, it's (laughs) not. But, you know, just looking at yourself, you know, objectively and figuring it out. You
1: know what? Communication for me, like sitting down from communicating is definitely a, a maladaptive thing that I do mm. cope and I learned that like very early on and to not express myself like very early on I think that and that shit just like really messed me up like in my adulthood because I, I it's very difficult for me to communicate certain emotions or it's like certain things or I don't even feel like it's um worthy to be communicated when it comes to like how I feel in my emotions I think that for me like expressing myself regardless of uh, how the other person might feel would be like a step a step in the right direction just you know to actually communicate and i think mm. a lot of men would benefit from actually communicating like fuck how you might be perceived fuck how like you know what i'm saying like well not necessarily fuck all the way how the other person might react but as long as you're communicating in a in a in, a, in an acceptable manner like fuck how you might be perceived fuck how the other person might act or take it necessarily you know what i mean Absolutely. but just that communication is definitely key and i think that's one way that i definitely will suffer so i i get that
0: what's what's behind um what do you think is behind making you feel like you can't because I know what you mean when you say that like withdrawal shit because sometimes when you get hurt you want to like we talked about it, like the sulking behavior you know what I'm saying like yo my I feel hurt I feel like my needs aren't being met so I'm going to withdraw as if I haven't got any and create more distance between me and the person whose uh, care or love I do want am I summarizing accurately not, not yeah.
1: That. We can go with that, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. that's fair. That's fair.
0: What do you think is Cuz you said you use the word worthy, but what is behind being like I don't want to tell you what I feel. Like what's the what's the what's the thing you're trying we're trying to avoid?
1: Pain and rejection. That's the thing that we're trying to avoid is some sort of a rejection or pain or being viewed as less than or having the confirmation that you actually don't give a fuck that I am, mm. I am not worthy. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, facts. Yeah, that shit is scary. Yeah, and they, <laughs> yeah, so it's
1: it's a lot, and it is like a lot of the things like you know because uh a lot of men will say that they don't communicate their feelings because like they'll women will lose respect for you. Mm. People will lose respect for you.
0: See, yeah, that's the and do you feel like that's really really true? Because like. Ba-
1: We've uh, said it, I feel it, like it, women
0: do do more of their half than we do, though still not enough. But are women really out here being like, "Damn, my pussy dried all the way up when this nigga really opened up and cried to me"? Like, is that really that what, it's li- what it's like? I mean, like, real not real? maybe not
1: like in that specific thing, but yes, that, that kind of does thing, happen because yeah. I I have a theory on it. Like, maybe we you know should have a woman on here to discuss these nah, things. Nah,
0: man, fuck theory. that theory it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> this male up. perspective on it, goddamn. Um.
1: <laughs> Women, <laughs> and I don't mean to bash. I'm just trying to get yeah. my thoughts together, but I don't mean to bash them so at all. Like because um, why this nigga just start be-
0: laughing for um, no just, reason? Bro. But just because I know, right? Just because, no, just because you were like, it's a theory. We really should get a woman on here. I'm not sure, but anyway. And then this nigga said it like it was a like it was a, a title card. Women. And then just pause for that long. Like it just I can see the movie starting like women. <laughs> nigga, the movie no, directed real. by Josh Moore.
2: Bro, that nigga didn't even pause for that long, bro. This nigga said nah, nah, really you started laughing. I said <laughs> you women. Said you, you, ah! you, exactly. That's what percent nah, laughing. He, he said, You that just shit started in fucking laughing, bro. bro. He
0: said that shit in uppercase. I said, in he uppercase
2: said women, it in upper women. What that logo
0: was pause? I, I don't know. man. He said women and you start laughing, bro. That shit was funny as fuck. Maybe he paused before it, but he he, he said that shit like it was the introduction to a thesis. I
1: did, I did. That, that's fair. That shit. He didn't say funny. the thing when about women. Where he was just, he just paused for that <laughs> long and was like,
0: <clears throat> "Women, women, this, yeah." <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> but
1: um, but what I was going to say before I was uh, hysterically interrupted is, as I do believe that um, women do kind of have a, a um a view of. What they think that communication should look like from a man, mm. even though that might not be how it actually is in reality, like they already have like some sort of perceived view of how something should look, and when it mm-hmm. falls outside of those categories of like what is masculine or what they deem to be masculine in you know their minds, they might lose some respect for you. That they, you know, like it could definitely happen. I, I mean, mm. I've I've definitely been there before. Like you know, when you actually. Tell somebody how you feel, or whatever. Like, it's like, oh, that's, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a good feeling. It's like, I can tell. Like, some shit shifted. Like, you, I feel like you don't view me the same no more.
2: So, same same quarter, different side of it. I say stuff or have said stuff to women in the past that was extremely personal, that was very emotional for me, and because I said it in a way that wasn't in tears or wasn't super emotive that they view it as I'm not being open or I'm not being honest. So I do think that what Josh is saying has a lot of merit, at least anecdotally uh, from my experience, because I think that the idea is that if you're not crying, if you're not super, you know, emotive that you're not Mm. being open and you're not being honest and you're not expressing yourself. I can express myself and be very distraught just like this. And I do think that sometimes that, influences how I communicate in a negative fashion so I'm like I'm not being my authentic self I'm trying to I'm trying to mimic a form of communication so that you get my point that's not necessarily me
0: so you're trying to make that bottom lip twitch to kind of get it across
2: that or I'm literally forced to present stuff in like uh, in like an unnecessary like exposition kind of phase where like I have to tell you explicitly that this is a serious thing, mm. which in and of itself is sometimes stressful. Yeah, we're like I have you to explain what? to you that that you sh- that you should respond to this in like a serious fashion because this is a serious thing. That
0: does seem stressful. So now yeah. is the time that you comfort me because I am highly stressed. Is like actually quite a strange thing to have to clarify.
2: Yeah,
1: or well, I mean, hell, even if you are going through something, and say, for instance, I mean, I've had it like real life, you know, like going through a breakup, and one of my very close um homegirls that knows my character like knows me when i had told her now you know i'm hurt and i had said you know we all um, going you know me and such and such we broke up she, oh my god what did you do I'm Like, what
0: she didn't shoot that the man f- like that,
1: the very first thing that she said was <sighs> what did you do i'm like yo like you don't like that, that's that shit that actually trash hurt me. yeah that actually hurt me because i'm like you like what like now you feel like uh, like t- talk about feeling unseen
0: oh hell no like
1: because
0: <laughs> even if you did do some shit that's 100% not the starting point for supporting a relate like a, a friend jesus christ just as
1: a man like oh yeah no 100% that like, was because you're a man you know, like was it, but that's just how we are treated like and i don't think women realize that and they're playing playing into the patriarchy and for the perpetuating men's behavior that is toxic towards them not saying that they are the issue, but like we're playing into a negative system that's fucking us all up.
0: Yep, not wrong, not wrong. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, to for someone to and I, look, I think, I think sometimes people don't recognize what they're doing, and I think there's a lot of nuance in all that. Like, but I think sometimes people don't recognize what they're doing. Like, maybe they're trying to to bring levity to a situation, or maybe they've never really questioned why they're Approaching it that way, to just be like, "Hey, so what did you do?" and not realizing they're being like t- incredibly insensitive and unsupportive of a friend who has specifically reached out to them for support. Like that's the wild shit. Like you came there for support, and they gave you the exact opposite. Like it wasn't. I'm assuming this didn't just come up incidentally. Like you, you thought yeah, that you this know. was a person that would support you. Yeah, absolutely. And then they immediately showed you, "Nope, not here. We're all out of support." I'll try, I can and check in the back those,
1: for you, but that was—I was just gonna say, like in the opening act, like that was her initial response, and like that.
2: Yeah, and that's what I was gonna go into. I feel like there's time and place because I do feel like a lot of times with relationships, we go to people to feed our confirmation bias. Like a lot of times, we go to these yeah. people that are gonna t- that are gonna tell us like, "Oh man, she was trash or he was trash," yes. and like you deserve better and all that shit. You didn't do shit wrong. That kind of what you call it. So I feel like on some level that might've been a response to trying to see both sides to mm. better inform you as a good friend. But yes. one thing that I have learned over the years is that you got to be very cognizant of time and place. Mm-hmm. You know, that should, that should, to Josh's point, it's not um, the first that I think thing he was at, that's not the first thing out your mouth. That's that's like well down the road, you yeah, know. Josh yeah, yeah. is still, you know, you know coping and all this stuff. Maybe we can have a discussion, you know, from a from a different perspective. But that's not your number one thing. Absolutely, it's right. like if
0: you're, if your if your grandfather dies of lung cancer, the first thing that you don't you don't want to hear the first thing out of somebody's mouth being like, "That's why you should quit smoking." That exactly. absolutely that's is bullshit. something that should be brought that is, up, l- but, but that, that is, is literally way bullshit down on the list. Right, way you know, down. comfort logistics. Care, distraction, all that, and then you go, hey, this was really, and this might be days later, hey, we, sh- I don't, I don't want to have to feel about you, you the way you feel about your grandfather. We should talk about your health. That's way to fuck down the list. Right. Same thing with accountability in a relationship. Like, hey, I think if you really want to have successful relationships in the future, maybe some of these patterns that you had with old oh, girl, you should replicate. Can we talk about that? That's on Thursday, not on Sunday, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Right.
2: Agreed 100%. Yeah. I mean, 100%. but, I,
1: and I totally agree with y'all too. Like, absolutely. But I guess speaking on myself, I'm huge on accountability. Like, I hold myself accountable. Like, I don't bullshit myself. If I did something wrong, I say that I did something wrong. I don't have no problem apologizing. It's like if I know what I'm apologizing about, I have no problem mm. apologizing. If I did something wrong in the situation, I've admitted multiple times I already apologized to the person. And if I'm talking to somebody, I always say, well, I did X, Y, Z. However, all this other shit is going on, too. Like, it's mm. I'm, I'm not just the problem. Like, it's, it's not just a one-person thing. I never cheated, never betrayed nobody, never lied on nobody, never divulged nobody information. None of those major things whatsoever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I yeah. do
0: think. Like, since this isn't a comfort situation and this is a, a podcast situation, I will say niggas don't be knowing that they, that they own some bullshit. Which, actually, yeah. not, not, let me not even make that a, a niggas thing, because I think women are maybe actually potentially worse. Um, motherfuckers think that they've apologized for all the shit they needed to apologize for, and they haven't even apologized for half of it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. I, I would say the same thing. I'm very much like, I will apologize when I'm wrong. That's not true, but it's becoming more true. But I definitely won't apologize if I don't think I'm wrong. And that's where the bullshit happens because I'd be wrong on a bunch of shit that I didn't that I didn't I was like, Oh no, that's perfectly no oh shit, who fuck, that was I was out of my fucking mind. I'm not saying that this applies to your situation, but
1: Oh yeah, I, I got you. But I mean I don't know, like and I, I guess in my conversations with you, you've you've always like yo oh damn, my fault, my fault, my apologies. Like, you always, you know, if you ever felt like you didn't cross a line or You
0: know you always oh well that's good to hear and i appreciate and i appreciate you acknowledging that i i I think i I think i'm a lot better really what i meant to say when i said i don't is like i'm i consciously make effort to do that in places where i maybe didn't in the past although that has always been something that i've uh what you call it valued in myself even when it wasn't true but i feel like it's definitely more true now but i think that's because i have such a I have a. We can talk about this later because I got to close it out, but like, I definitely have an unhealthy relationship to the concept of apology that was kind of part of my upbringing and shit like that. Um, Though I think I'm way better about it. And I think I do take the effort to go, nope, I was on some bullshit here. But that still doesn't cover the blind spot of when I'm on some bullshit, but can't yet see I'm on some bullshit because of the intersection of, you know, my own lack of understanding of social shit or patriarchy or whatever the, or privilege or whatever the fuck so i don't even realize like oh i'm i'm thinking it's equality but it's like we were already on unequal footing so there was no space for equality that type of shit but, mm. but yeah look um if uh, if a homeboy asks you no, if, if the nigga that you dating asks you on the first date what you're bringing to the table you may be seeing a red flag however on the other side of that uh if you're holding your financial uh, power over your 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 partner in order to get them to obey you, in order to control them, all that kind of shit, you're the one who's waving the red flag. This has been the 100th episode of the 100. Waving the Red Flag. Yeah, we out here. Waving the Red Flag podcast. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Come through on the on Patreon for the pre-show. Hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube. And uh, thank you to all of the Patreons, of course. And we'll see you all next week. Peace.
1: I wish I'd remembered like that. This is like the one hundredth episode like at the beginning. Yeah, I forgot too. We definitely should have made a bigger deal of that.
0: Yeah. Like, well, say some shit now. What you wanna say? I can add it in.
1: Man, shit. It's a hundred episode baby now. <laughs> I just wanna sit shout out to see my cousin Ray Ray my nigga <laughs> Kyler. My nigga got motherfucking uh, Keon. My nigga, I see my nigga Ron Pleasant, my nigga J. Killer White. Thanks for the support, my nigga honey deep in, baby. What's
0: good? Yeah, sir. Ten tens, know. you
2: know. <laughs> you got you gotta do like a whole like montage clip of us talking about like Reflections on the first 100 You know Like a behind right. the scenes episode Of the production <laughs> yeah. Like me talking Me talking about how this podcast Represents growth mm. You know And like togetherness And like black men Else, You know Like solidarity You gotta do that whole shit man
0: Okay, I'm just gonna cut all the shit that you just said into like little bits and put it on top of the intro. Yeah, <laughs> 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 like you talk for like an hour, but just make it, you know, like make it sound like you just. <laughs>
1: oh, so that actually had a spit take. <laughs> that <They actually> nigga <laughs> actually had a spit take.
2: Oh shit, easy. I w- I wasn't expecting this oh shit.
1: It's a red flag.